This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Hey everybody, uh, this is Kyle. I'm here with Jimmy. Hello. And Jesse. Hi. And uh, today we're going to talk about the California drought and how to solve it and whether or not that's possible. But first, how's everybody doing? Good. Good. Doing good. Yeah, pretty good. It's nice to be back with you fellas. Yeah, absolutely. Have a, had a little bit of a drought ourselves. <laughs> oh, what an appropriate topic to join back in on. Uh, have you guys seen anything in the news lately about uh, previous topics? Mm-mm. S- seemingly, it's been a lot. But. I'm always I'm always thinking about the previous topics and revising my opinions and and stuff. But why? What have you seen? Wait, wait. Are you saying that you think some of these are possible now? No, they're just impossible for different reasons. <laughs> oh, for the validating your, yeah. your stance. I understand. <laughs> Uh, well, apparently, in the in the last couple of weeks, uh, Terrafusia, which is a company, I don't know if we mentioned them by name in the Flying Cars episode, but they they make a car that has fold foldable wings that just fold out from the sides, and uh, and then you have a flying car, so you mm-hmm. can just like drive this down to the airport, fold out your wings, and fly away. They apparently are trying to seek thirty million dollars in funding so they could have the first flying car available by twenty sixteen, which I think is rather. Uh, Aggressive, very ambitious. That's that's a good way to phrase it. And aggressive, but it's uh, they they're an interesting company. They have a video promoing their their product. It's still it's still a biplane that folds up though into a car and drives away. Correct. So it's 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 that whole concept of like it's not a it's not an awesome car and it's not an awesome plane, but uh it sort of does both. I don't know. I just I don't know if consumers would go for it because it really just looks so ugly. And, well, and it's expensive. It's two hundred and eighty thousand dollars. But for, if you, for a crappy, if you car. have enough money to burn, I guess. Why not, dude? I have a flying car. Yeah, no, I don't I mean, want to. I just buy a plane. <laughs> <We> just <laughs> which is the reason why we we said it kind of wouldn't work anyway. Yeah. One, one of the reasons. Yeah, right. It's it's impractical. You just drive your car to the airport. Where your plane is stored in the hangar. Your really nice car. Yeah. That works great as a car. Yeah. And you get into your really nice plane. That works great as a plane. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think when we talked about Hmm. the episode, we talked about like, are we, will we ever have flying cars in the sense of, of cinema? Like, like, will it, will it take over? Will no one travel on the ground anymore? Will it always be some form of hovering? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that was the spirit of it. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't think that's. Has anybody changed their stance based on this article? I doubt it. Uh, I mean, they're trying hard. Like the fact that they, you know, are trying to seek thirty million dollars makes me think like they haven't been productive up till now, money wise. But I mean, they obviously they really want it. They want it bad, so they're trying for it. I, I respect. I respect their effort, but I don't. I still don't think it's possible. Or yeah. It's certainly not practical. I, you know, I, I believe very firmly in the. You need to have the really giant Motorola cell phone before you can have the iPhone. Agreed. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they're really going to push for it, someone's going to buy it, you know, and someone's going to sure. like it and then they're going to use that investment to improve upon it. And then if the people want it, the people will want it. That's absolutely true. People, I mean, people totally bought car phones and the, mm-hmm. the Zach Morris phones, which you weren't born for, nope. but, uh, I mean, people certainly bought like the oversized things for their novelty. I think that we're far harder to impress as a people than we were in the 80s, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so California drought, what do we know about it? Uh, well, we know it's a very serious thing. 
We know it's this drought we're in right now is the most severe drought that's been recorded since they've been recording droughts since the 30s, I think is when they started actually like writing down stuff. And this is definitely the most severe. If you've gone to a restaurant uh, in the last year or so, you'll probably start noticing, and they're probably going to pop up more and more. I noticed it when I was in San Francisco a lot, was there's a lot of uh, flyers saying, we will no longer walk up to you and just give you a glass of water due to the restrictions the drought has given us. So you have to, if you ever want water or ice in some places, you have to ask for it now. Yep. Which that's, is, that's a pretty that's a pretty good concession though. I like I'm more than happy. I mm-hmm. I personally just don't like a lot of like wasteful assum- assum- assumptions. I guess like where you're sitting at a restaurant, they go, "Oh, here's a basket of chips." It's like, what if I don't eat chips? You don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Make me ask for it. Like, why does it matter? No, I like that. It's a good move. I just mm-hmm. don't know if. I mean, that's probably what we should talk about next. Is is what are, what is causing the drought? Like, is it it just not raining, or is it us using up too much water? Like, do we have plenty of rain? It's just us using and consuming too much. And then how do we solve that part of it? Well, being completely uneducated on it, I I think it's a lack of rain. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that we could do, uh, I mean, we talked about this beforehand, but I, do, I definitely think we could do a better job at storing the water we do have. Mm-hmm. And we could certainly do a better job at cleaning the water that we, like, reclaim. Uh, and making more efforts to use reclaimed waters, reclaimed water in more places, because there's still some places that don't, which I think is ridiculous, because um, the plants don't really care about how clean the water is, really, like to a certain degree. Well, the, the the whole, I mean, the whole system for a plant is to filter out all the water on its own. Right. So it's, it, that's that's something I believe too is that we're not using enough reclaimed. We don't have like a reclaimed. Some some cities do. Mm-hmm. Is that is well, that a most, city thing or is that a county thing? Well, most most Orange County cities do reclaimed water, and they're certainly proud of proud enough of it to post signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that's more to prevent people from drinking it, but still, like I don't I don't know if it's not potable though. Like I think you probably could drink it. It's just not pleasant. <laughs> you know, I don't think it'll kill anybody. Right. <clears throat> no, I think uh, I think trying to use a more effective rain catching system honestly i feel like a lot of our rain that we see just gets pushed onto the streets and then right into the drains and then out into the ocean uh, but so what are some of the effects of uh drought so maybe some some of our listeners don't live in california or a dry state well hmm I've never lived outside of one, so it's kind of hard for me to <laughs> just, this is how it is. <laughs> yeah. So I was reading and I was looking for a definition because I heard somebody say, there's not a drought. Right. Never. I've heard that a number of times. And I think we will. And it's just like, uh, it's like anything. Someone's always going to come, someone's always going to claim that it's a fabrication of the government or mm-hmm. or perception of people or the party the political party that they're opposed to Ugh. Is, is fooling everybody mm-hmm. or it's the new world order yeah. yeah those guys pop up a lot yeah fear-mongering fear-mongering yes well i mean if you if you've lived in lived in california a long time uh, my entire life to be exact and i definitely can tell you that several years several winters ago there was a lot a lot of rain and then now there's not so i mean i'm not really a meteorologist but i can definitely tell you that it's raining a lot less 
And if you look at a lot of people's um, lawns, people that don't have automatic sprinkler systems, you can definitely tell that the grass is not as green as it used to be. Well, yeah, but it, in growing up here, which you did as well, mm-hmm. and so did Jesse, right? You grew up here. Yes. The, this pattern, if we were to pattern it, at least in my lifetime, like we'll have some severe drought. Everybody will talk about it as being the most severe drought we've ever had, and it's followed up by like an El Nino year, which mm-hmm. for us in California, if you're not from around here and don't know the term, is like torrential rain for, <laughs> for, for an abnormal weeks. amount of time uh, from El- California. What is the El Nino? It's the Nino. <laughs> Spanish for the Nino. But it, like th- this kind of like everybody talking about the drought and it, oh man, it's the worst it's ever been in California. Like this has happened at least three other times in my lifetime where right. it's followed up by like two or three years of torrential downpour, mm-hmm. of which I think we still haven't figured out how to store all that, which is a bummer. Because you would think we could do a better job at that. Like, I mean, water evaporates, but it doesn't expire. So it's not like we can't use it later. Or we couldn't transport it down here like they did in the 20s to, like, make the, you know, the L.A. basin what mm-hmm. it is. Like, there there are other places nearby that have snow and have plenty of precipitation, or at least more than we do, more than they want. Why can't we transport it? Like, I mean, everybody, like, if we're going to talk about, you know, vast... Uh, overstatements of uh, perception like Seattle's got like it rains three quarters of the time in Seattle how have we not figured out a way to transport that water from Washington down to California where mm-hmm. we're always short on water it seems so I like those are those are the things I think we could be more responsible with what we have uh, I you yeah, know that's the key for me that's 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 where I think the crux of the situation is is that like there are a lot of people who are super wasteful there's a lot of plumbing uh, plumbing issues, like, I mean, how often do you hear somebody say, like, oh, you know, I had a, I had a groundwater leak under my house and my foundation is blah, 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 what, whatever. I, I feel like I hear it a ton. So it's like between the mass amounts of plumbing issues people have and being wasteful with watering lawns is another one. Mm-hmm. You'll see, like, a completely mangled, gross lawn right next to a super green one, and you wonder... Is it because they overwater, they underwater, or is it because they water just right, and the other people don't water, or they overwater? You know, like just some, in some of my research, I found that overwatering can make your lawn look bad. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, I, and I, I'm agreeing with that. That's what I think it oh, is. So is you're I think the, the brown lawn, lawn is, yeah, I think the overwater might be people wasting water, mm-hmm. as well as the drought. Like I think it could be either, but I just don't think there. It's one of those things we don't educate the public on around here about like lawn care because it seems like it's a it's a like a nice to have thing, not a a public issue. But I think that the water used in doing that is a public issue. So instead of us like rationing water, which is totally going to happen, like it, I mean, it's almost predictable. We can we can totally see it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should properly educate people instead of paying the police to go around and like moderate overuse of watering (laughs) like maybe we should use that money and redirect it to educating people properly via psas and the internet maybe we don't need to maybe we can take every sprinkler system in a city and put it on a network that the that the city controls and they can just turn it on and off sounds like a violation of personal privacy to me Uh yeah i kind of knew kyle was gonna be all all Get the government off my lawn. <laughs> hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Uh, 
I, although, I mean, like, truly not a bad idea, though. If we're talking about simply solving the problem, like, giving centralized control to an entity, regardless of who it is, is definitely a way to mm-hmm. make sure it's fair. I just don't ever... If you're, if you're ever expecting a group of people to do something that's fair across the board, it's never going to happen, regardless of who it is, yeah. government or otherwise. Well, the government is giving uh, assistance in taking out grass and putting in... Um, indigenous like true. desert that is true. material yeah, and drought friendly mm-hmm. and the, the capital <laughs> our capital the California capital in Sacramento is even taking out their landscape and putting in good that's the, I mean like to me that's a good stuff. effort because it's I don't like know what it looks like I didn't I didn't look at pictures yeah, probably but like they, desert material I mean it, they just said it was the article that I read said it was a, a sustainable what, what is the word they use drought friendly landscape Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's a highway by my house uh, in Yorba Linda that has signs up that say say as much like oh these are drought mm-hmm. drought resistant plants so we don't have to water as much. Uh-huh. I think it's a good move. I, I like it when when <clears throat> municipalities like lead by example. Yeah, it makes sense. That that kind of conservation makes sense too. Like just using more water than than we need to use is is unnecessary, especially when we. We get as little rain. I mean, you were talking about what causes the drought. Is it is it a, a deficiency in precipitation or is it a excess in use? And it's got to be both for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, that's it's true. With that. both. I mean, we don't we don't get enough to to be flippant with how we use it. But a majority of the population around here is flippant about how they use it. Absolutely. I, that I think that's apparent. No matter where you live in Southern California, like you could definitely. Your stones throw away from a neighbor that's over like overwatering mm-hmm. or or like I don't know just leaving their hose on all day yeah. or not fixing or a washing leak. their car in their driveway. Right. Come on. Come on. Come on. But so I read it. I saw this article that that was uh, it made a really really good point, which is what's the definition of a drought? Well, it's different. It's different in different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Bali, it rains. A drought would be. If it rained, if it went six six days without raining, that's a drought. Right. Mm. Whereas in Libya, you know, it it rains like once a year. Yeah, something (laughs) like something crazy like that. But when it rains, it it rains though, right? I mean, it's like most like most deserts, it it doesn't rain for a very long time, and then it rains, and and it it rains rains hard, hard and flash floody. Yeah, yeah. But we just so that being said, we just need to living here. We need to to be conscious of how much rain we can expect and then adjust accordingly. Well, cause it, we can control half of that, half of what, half of what you're listing as a problem. So we can control that the other half. Yeah. It's up in the air. Pun intended. Hey, so I'm glad you said pun intended well, because most of pun puns not intended are intended. They're actually intended, <laughs> yeah. but you say uh, pun, you know, no pun intended because it's uh it's funny. Mm hmm people people think it's funny i don't i, I think you should call a spade a spade who are people who are uh, these people i don't you're know referencing actually they're human people <laughs> so we talked about solutions to this or at least we briefly touched on it you, you know drought resistant plants and right. con, uh, conserve properly conserving the water we do have and the precipitation we do get jimmy do you do you have any other solutions that like might make the drought obsolete there's a couple i mean you there is this theory out there in the world that there is, I was reading an article about it the other day at work, how scientists have, everyone's heard that the earth is made primarily of water, correct? Like sure. it's 70% yeah. ocean or whatever it is. 
Well, there I guess 20 or 30 years ago, they were calculating how much water is actually in the oceans. And they've actually, this, this theory uh, was that there actually wasn't enough water in the oceans in order for their numbers to be right. Interesting. Which started off this theory that there is actually several thousand several trillion gallons of uh, of water that are hidden in these underground oceans essentially that are actually beneath the the crust of the earth and uh, if that's true they probably don't have any salt in them and they're probably all fresh water so maybe in the future maybe we all start drilling for water instead of oil do you see any negative byproduct of doing that yeah it's like a mile and it's like two miles deep which is twice as far as any drill i think that we've ever done yeah but i mean i think we could i think we could innovate that like oh yeah totally uh, how many sci-fi movies do you see where they have like uh, they've drilled right through the center of the earth and (laughs) there's a train that goes right through the middle uh there plenty how many sci-fi movies do you see with light speed travel (laughs) all of them (laughs) it's true but i mean the 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 point is is that i guess the point of my question was that like it, it you know technology about how far we can drill aside like do you do you see that as being negative like having a negative impact on the environment or the earth like drilling for oil does or drilling for other mineral every everything that has a has a positive effect has a negative effect somewhere else i think everything always works in a balance so anytime something is positive there has to be some form of negative so there's no there's no solution that's truly great for everything oh that's absolutely true um, I think that I I do think that's an absolute truth. So no, I don't know what the specifics would be about drilling that deep or or searching for water that way, or if if those underground oceans even exist, because it's very possible that they don't. Right. And this mathematical uh, theory is just incorrect. The only real, the two real solutions I I can think of right off the top of my head are one, just like you stated before, when it rains, we need to be able to collect the rain. Right. Right now, it's something something terrible like we only collect like 15 percent of the rain that falls and that rain is i mean we just gotta boil it once and i mean you guys have all done that in boy scouts right you right. collect it and you boil it and it's good to drink and it's perfectly fine and it's the mother nature does 90 percent of the work for you right it's the to get get through all the re- the government regulations that you have to boil the water for well i i don't i don't even think it's necessarily just like a legislation issue or a policy issue I also think it's a volume issue is that we're ill-equipped to deal with that much water at that fast of a rate. Mm-hmm. Like, so really, really what we want to do, at least in, in, in our industry, it's a technique called store and forward. Is that like, that's really what we want to do is we want to store the water and process it at the same speed we process water all the time. Mm-hmm. So where do we store this stuff though? The that's, un- unprocessed water? Yeah. yeah. Like do we store it in the desert? We have a risk of evaporation and contamination and travel and all that stuff. It's the same problem with like transporting water from Seattle, I would assume would mm-hmm. be that it's, you know, there's so much risk in getting the water that far. And I don't know, then you have to process it once it's here. But well, I California do think that has that- a extensive aqueduct system. So South of Sacramento, there's a, the Delta. Did you read about the Delta? Mm-hmm. So I did not. Sacramento, San Joaquin river Delta. Mm-hmm it goes into this series of aqueducts that kind of bring it down. And a lot of the water for the LA basin where we are comes from that comes from the Delta through mm-hmm. the aqueduct down here. Mm. Only about, I was reading actually the, for the statistics for orange County and there's three cities that are along Santiago Creek mm-hmm. that take only a portion of their water from local water sources in Irvine Lake. 
that comes down Santiago Creek. Yeah. And it's not even a city that any of us live in. It's Villa Park, Orange, and Tustin are the only ones. (laughs) So, that being said, do we think it's possible to end the drought using anything that we talked about? I do. Well, we didn't talk Well, there's actually a couple other things that I wanted to talk about. There are a couple more. We didn't talk about desalinization. That's exactly where I was going to go. I mean, you think about... Well, we we need more water. Okay, we live well, next to a large we live body. Next to a giant body of water. Why don't we drink that? Uh, too much salt in the water. You can't drink that. It'll it'll kill you eventually. Um, so desalination is a huge, huge, huge project that could give you tons and tons of water. The only problem is, is that no one's really found a way to make it efficient for a large body of people, like a large like a large group of people. Sure. It's, it's there's some interesting ideas out there. Like I think, uh, I think it's the centrifuge. Essentially, is like what they kind of want to do. You take you take a large basin of water and you spin it in a circle. Yeah. And you spin it as fast as you can, and because the salt particles are heavier than the water, they will go to the outside. Yeah. Then you have a vacuum that sucks in the center of all the fresh water, and then that's what collects it. But that takes a lot and a lot of energy in order to do that. So yeah, there's a lot of spinning in water. It's not lightweight. No, not at all. especially when you spin it. We've no. all seen our washing machines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not light at all. So like that's the that's one way. And then <laughs> that's because you put a brick in yours. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse, what are your concepts for desalinization? Uh, I saw I saw an interesting little concept that had it was like a series of filters, which I think is a standard kind of way. Mm-hmm the more conservative design, but it had this interesting little device to, to deal with the efficiency, which was as they're pumping the, the, the high salt content water out, it pushes on a, on a valve that's, it's a spinning valve that's kind of, I'll see if I can find it. We'll post that too. It was, yeah. a, it was a cool little illustration. It was kind of a cartoony little drawing thing, but it had the salt water pushing on this valve and it would spin the valve which would that energy was transferred to pumping the fresh water, more fresh water in. It's kind of cool. Hmm. It's kind of cool little concept. And it said that that device would uh, offset like sixty percent of the energy consumption hmm. of the plant, which was kind of cool. Interesting. So their vision was that the plant would be solar powered, and then uh, it would be kind of self-sustaining as far as energy. And they, I don't think we're trying to replace our water, you know, entirely with desalinized water. But if we had, if we could make enough of it to supplement kind of coastal communities, mm-hmm. then the, we wouldn't be using the Delta's water for the coastal communities. Like a place like San Francisco, you could see using a lot of desalinized water or right. those like those ones that are right on the coast, like San Luis Obispo and Monterey and Santa Barbara that are really coastal cities that are still going to use a lot of water. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. A lot of factories are on the coast too. There so are. A lot, yeah. They a lot of use. factories can start using desalinized water and you can even have like a smaller plant right on the property of the factory itself. Yeah. Right. Per- personal responsibility yeah. for the companies. I think the only way you get to, to making companies do I had a kind of an economic solution, which I think we're going to partly be using the less water there is, the more water is going to cost. Mm-hmm. So 
as unfair as it may be, the people who have the least amount of money to spend on water are going to be hit the hardest, which is, it's the sad truth about every commodity that we need food, Mm -hmm. water, you know, shelter, the people who have the least get the least, but yeah. But once money starts becoming a factor in water, you're going to see a lot of the industrial complex making huge strides to conserve. Mm-hmm. At our large place of employment, I've seen drip irrigation going in. I don't know if you guys have seen oh, this. Oh, yeah. No, I've noticed yeah. that. The sprinklers are, are going away and the drip irrigation starting. I feel like it's more a more efficient way to do it anyway. It definitely is. And it's healthier for the plants and there's a lot of benefits to it. But the main one and the only one that makes our company do anything is that it, the bottom line is, is tax. less mm-hmm. tax incentive. <clears throat> well, also the water just costs so much per unit. Right. It and benefits if, you, us if all. you use less then you pay less. True. Absolutely true. Especially if you're not wasting it on hosing off every inch of concrete. Oh my gosh. Every day. <laughs> but that's reclaimed water though. We do have it, a reclaimed system for that, don't we? Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, it's just still, it's, I mean, still a ton of water. Still a ton of water. <laughs> Quite right. maybe several tons of water. <laughs> yeah, right. Considering how often it happens. Yeah. Did you know? Do you know how much a unit of water is on your bill? On your water bill? No. Because mm-hmm. how many units do you use? Have you looked at your bill? Mm-hmm. No, I could look at it right now though. So I used like seven units, and I was like, seven units? That's not bad. But you know how many gallons a unit is? No, it's over seven hundred gallons. Wow, seven hundred gallons a unit? Yeah, that seems like a a stupid way to yeah. quantify how much water you're using, but maybe I'm missing something. And I'm not sure where they're getting that number, but I saw the term acre feet. Okay. And uh, okay, it was in an unrelated article about farm water. And then they they mentioned acre feet. And I was like, oh, I wonder if the unit that they're using for my bill is an acre foot. But that's that may be either neither here nor there. Who knows? Who knows? That's well, I'm, a, ch- I'm checking right now to see how much water I use. That's, a, that's <laughs> I something we didn't. That's something we didn't talk about at all. Was the farms and water and the drought? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I, in my mind, California farming has like California farming. This is gonna sound so horrible. It's a joke. Like I, I hate it. Like I absolutely hate it because I feel like, without getting into a ton of political reasons, I feel like it's not practical for farmers to farm anymore. At least not in this state. Like the land could be better used for development selling overpriced houses yes no one wants to live in the valley it's too hot yeah i know but santa clarita when we were kids was empty there was only like a couple of warehouses and magic mountain up there and now there's this huge community of people mass amounts of people commuting from santa clarita into la every day to work like we need more of that exactly and yet we still have no mass transit system to handle you know what you know what's the only thing that uses more water than a farm a city we don't need more people 106.9 gallons a day is apparently what we use that sounds horrible doesn't that sound gross and i'm sure i'm using them close to the same that's that sounds horrible what am i doing with all that water fortunately it's cheap but oh they did the units thing too four units at two dollars and 64 cents a unit did it say how much a unit is in the fine print somewhere i'm looking i don't remember the exact number i remember it being a lot though I'm looking. I don't see anything that... Oh, wait. Nope. I don't see anything that says what a unit is. It just tells me that I use 106.9 gallons a day. Oh, there we go. One unit equals 748 gallons. Oh, my gosh. Why? 
please somebody email me and tell me yeah, why. I don't, I don't know what that number is about, but it's 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 very deceptive. Yeah, absolutely. Because you look at your bill and you're like, four units? Hey, that's not bad. That's not too bad. Well, that's, maybe maybe it is a mental game. Who knows? It's 2,800 2, gallons yeah. of water. I mean, if you saw on your bill, you're using 2,800 gallons of water a week, you'd be like, oh, man, I need to do better. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's the thing, though, is like 106 gallons a day. It's my wife and I and our one-year-old, like, what are we and we're never home like what are we using 106 <laughs> gallons a day for probably your washer think how big your I'm, washer I'm willing is to bet it's my water heater that you're gonna help me replace today yeah, that's right <laughs> i'm doing that haha <laughs> <laughs> suckered you yep anyway what so what what are your ending thoughts on this jesse uh we need to do a, a better job of, of reclaiming water that we have conserving the water that we use and reusing the water that we used once I think that's fair. I think that's where we start. I think if we if we spend too much time trying to make more water, we're just going to cause more problems than we already have. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Um, but I think we will. We will try to get more water by desalinizing. By uh, oh, I didn't even mention the the Frank's Tract project that's supposed to make more fresh water in the Delta, which would help. Which would help everybody. Okay. Uh, well, we should post a link to that on the site. Yeah, I will. That'd be great. I will. I will. I will give you that. Uh, but there's, uh, yeah. Also, is anyone going to mention the thing that we didn't mention? The elephant in the room? Uh, no, I, I think we'll mention it in just a minute, though. Okay. <laughs> if anybody wants to venture a guess as you're <laughs> listening to this, what's the elephant in the room? What have we been not talking about that we're going to talk about We've in been two minutes? Kind of purposely not talking about it because it's a topic unto itself. And several times throughout this podcast, I've almost said it. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. So, Jimmy, what are your closing thoughts on the California drought and how to solve the problem? Uh, well, I think there's a couple of different things. I think one, I think Jesse's absolutely right. I think we need to focus more on actually when it rains, capturing a higher. 15% is ridiculous. We should not be able to. I can't even believe it's that small. It's like, it's tiny. It just goes right because there's no there's no infrastructure to capture anything. It just goes right into yes, the I know sewers. I drive through it every time. <laughs> there's not, that's the thing about it is like the, the roads naturally, like you guys had noted, the roads naturally catch all this water and the drains can't keep up with it. It's like, let's just close some streets down and use those as reservoirs till we can process that water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this road's temporarily closed for the next month. We need to process this. this Sorry. Well, another big bummer, though, too, is that the, the roads in the current form we have them, I mean, what's the, the thing people tell you anytime it rains? Is don't drive so fast because all the oil from the asphalt is up on the top layer. And so, like, so now it's, you, have to, you, have to consider, you have to take that into consideration. If you're trying to collect stuff from the drains, it's going to be very rich in stuff you don't want to drink. No kidding. Uh, and so you have to find some way to clean it. I mean, that's probably why no one's ever tried Attempted. very hard to, to, to clean it. But that's something. I mean, but we're putting that in the ocean. Yeah, and letting Mother Nature do all the work and spitting out the bad stuff somewhere. Again, and that's why, like, I think, regardless of your views on pollution and everything, it doesn't matter. All that stuff, like, I agree that it's there. We still need to take better care of the earth, regardless of what the causes are. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. No, I agree. Like, what a tree hugger. (laughs) I know, right? I'm the practical tree hugger. Go figure. (laughs) Just, you know, like, I, that. I understand we're polluting. We should do better about that. I agree. But we're going to sit here and argue about the fine details of a large problem that we're never going to get a grasp on. We should just, overall, regardless of what you're doing, whether it be driving or walking or watering your lawn or 
buying your beef from the store, we should just be more responsible. It's really irritating for to hear the people that we elect, regardless of you know partisan affiliations. It's really irritating to hear everybody argue about what causes the problem and nobody does anything to fix it. Right. Nobody decides to farm better. Nobody decides to build more efficient cars. Nobody decides to not process oil the way we do and nobody decides to fix the roads and instead we're going to sit here and argue about what caused it and whose fault it was instead of trying to fix the problem right and so that's that's where i see the drought is is that everybody wants to argue about everybody's water use how oh, my neighbor uses too much water or <laughs> we don't do this or we don't do that and it's like we're going to sit here arguing about the details meanwhile we have no water we should just try to fix that problem right and be more responsible about what we have so that's Ultimately, brings us down to our core question that is in any podcast that we do. Is it possible to end the California drought? Yes. I have to say yes. Also. Wow. Second time in the history of the show. I may not show. really believe it, but I have to say it. I have to say that it's possible because we have to. Mm-hmm. It's survival. Yeah. I don't think we have much of a choice. If we don't do it, then... Oh, here's a solution dot, we didn't dot, talk dot. about. Move to Minnesota. That I, don't, is, I don't like Minnesota. They have plenty of water. Plenty of water. Yeah, enough like, water. Enough like water to go. They have plenty of water. Too. I like. I like. Did you like Seattle? Right. And, and, and what I said about Minnesota is not true. I actually do like Minnesota quite a bit. <laughs> but the best thing about Minnesota is they have so much water there, Jesse. This will blow your mind. So much water, they put it inside a building and they freeze it, and then people take wooden sticks and they hit a rubber object back and forth into nets. Amazing. I like that. Said it sounds like a wonderful place to live. Yes. Beautiful part of the world. Beautiful part of the world. <laughs> so how many units of water does an ice rink use? Who said anything about an ice rink, Jimmy? <laughs> Goodness gracious, water expands you're presumptuous. As it freezes, so maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> one big unit. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's what a unit was, is how much uh, how much water it takes to create a uh what'd you call it? Oh, an ice rink, that's right. <laughs> How much Something water do we, we take to water about. a football field and wax a basketball floor, Jimmy? Well. Exactly. A lot. <laughs> so I mean, Jim- and basketball players only use the premium water. I mean, it's all, it's all smart water that we're pouring on those courts. It's oh, really expensive. It's all Perrier, cases. Pellegrino. Surprised we don't, <laughs> ju- we don't just take uh, LeBron James's sweat and buff the floors with that. No, we just sell it on eBay for millions of dollars. I'm glad no one mentioned the... Uh, the water bottle, the water bottled, bottled water. Wait, I'm glad no one mentioned the bottled water companies pumping out water from the ground for free and then selling it for a profit. Because yeah. I think that topic's been beating it, beat to death. Well, I think it's been beat to death as well as I don't think it's productive. Because like the impossibility, I think there is that it it would be impossible to shut down that operation because humanity's too stupid. Like that's. That's putting it really bluntly and definitely painting everybody with the same brush, but mm-hmm. I buy water bottles. Like, I still do. I don't want to. I still do, because it's, sometimes it's what's available. And I think that it's less, the problem is less the water, and it's more the bottle. Right. So well, it, it wasn't actually relevant well, to gonna, this topic. Well, no, I was going to bring it up earlier. Surprisingly, uh, like, I think we, we shifted shifted enough that I didn't think about it again, but I was going to say, like, you know, water consumption is the hot topic now because of the drought. And 20 years ago, recycling was the hot topic because plastic production was what it was. Or even like two years ago, plastic bags at grocery stores. There's a fair amount of local areas around here that just flat out it's illegal to give you a grocery bag. Long Beach. Long Beach, California. And I, I, 
I like I got to be honest with you. Like my wife and I take our own canvas bags back to the store. Yep. Like mm. it's I funny. Start- it's, it's funny to see how people get irritated by that because it's like. I, like I said before, I really think a lot of this, just, a lot of these problems they're are only irritated because they know they they should be doing it too. Right? No, that's and that's my point though. Is it's like that that's what bothered me about it, is it's like well we should be doing this. It's not because I think like by us not using these bags or saving the planet. No, we're being personally responsible for our personal choices. I can't tell Jimmy to go buy these bags and go use them, and I shouldn't, in my opinion. That's I do up have to him. Them, though, and I do use them. Well, and that's the thing, though, is I, I think if enough I people do it, you're not the problem, Jimmy. Obviously, <laughs> you're, just, you get a pass you're just a placeholder for for someone else. Uh, <laughs> but I do think that I do think that that's when I say like I think people should be personally responsible for their actions. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Is just like, well, use the same water bottle, buy a glass water bottle. I don't know. Do do something though, for goodness sakes. Like, don't sit there and argue and say it's your neighbor's problem and you're not doing anything to solve it. Mm-hmm. That's that's where my aspect of personal responsibility lies. I really wish glass wasn't so wasn't so heavy because if it wasn't so heavy, you would see glass water bottles. You would just go to a store and buy like a twenty-four pack of glass water bottles because it's way better. It's way easier for you. Your water doesn't get as messed up as it being in plastic oh, and heating up and stuff. True. Absolutely, and glass agree. is super renewable. Yeah, and the um, problem, the and biggest problem of is source material for right. glass. Well, because you, you can always even broken glass, you can melt down and use again. Right, like it's absolutely. way way easier to recycle glass than it is to recycle plastic. Any, anything or else? Virtually anything. Yeah. No, gla- the problem with glass though is that for this, its size, it's, it's very very heavy, and so I mean, I remember a couple couple of years ago, I was looking into a project that wanted to to do they wanted to make like arrowhead quality water and send it in just glass water bottles they wanted to avoid plastic the problem is is that if you look at how much water you can fit in the back of a semi truck with plastic bottles you fill the whole thing up but they all have a weight limit so if you do the same if you look like at like at a pellegrino truck it's probably only a quarter full because glass is so much heavier those water bottles, so much, they, they can't carry as much. I don't know if the bottle is as heavy as yeah. the contents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sucks. You're tripling tripling the weight. So well, I think that's, that's probably... That's why like imported water like Perrier or like Pellegrino is in glass because they're already upping the price for it being imported so they can get away with upping the price for it being glass. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think we should pencil this in for another topic because like I had already started thinking about considering the roadways like the first time i saw that technology the solar roadway technology mm-hmm. is like it, it would it be impossible to simply swap out a traditional mindset of like road work or bottling with something that's easily more renewable and tech like a technical a technological advancement that we're just overseeing that would be a relatively simple concept which, no, like I, the solar roadways i mean to, I mean, we can have. A, I would love to have that. That'd be great. We should write that down. I got um, it. I'm writing it down. But a little bit to that is, I think it's absolutely possible. I mean, look at look at Apple computers and the floppy drive. Oh yeah. They they up and decided one year to be like, all right, no more floppy drive. And everyone was like, that's stupid. Everyone's using floppy drives. Why would you do that? And it's it's when the big runners say this is how it's going. Sometimes people just don't have a choice. And then floppy drives died, except for lighting consoles for some reason still use them i never i don't understand that <laughs> nobody does they don't even know it, uh, you know what it is they got a good deal on disk drives from <laughs> from apple computer but hey man you can get a floppy disk for pennies yeah you if get you a- can find them <laughs> well either way what is, so what, what are Recycle. we talking about next week 
Uh, next week is a related topic. A related topic. Uh, the elephant the, in the room. The elephant, We're in, the about room. The elephant in the room. So we talked about desalination. We talked about collecting water. We did not talk about just making it rain. Just up and controlling the weather. He doesn't mean like saying. flinging one dollar bills out of your hand <laughs> rapidly. Well, yeah, you're flinging oh. one dollar bills oh, to do build the infrastructure. To no, I'm talking about actually making clouds produce more rainwater than they, than they like on command. Just saying, all right, it's raining tomorrow at seven a.m. Everyone, get ready. Sounds awesome. That does sound pretty good. Well, that being said, or making it not rain. Yeah, right. No one. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely part of part of my research has that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a relevant part in the discussion. Excellent. Well, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today. Visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on Twitter, Facebook, and email. Questions, topic suggestions, corrections, and rants are always welcome. Also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. Impossiblethingspodcast.com for all things impossible. Thank you.